This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to the Clare Victory. This is Torinda Finishing. I'm degree this morning. Who's on the line? Top of the morning. Hey, 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 hey. Happy Tuesday. The Clare Victory. This is Sister Sabrina. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you, beautiful. Can you please pray for my um, auntie? Her name is Ann Percy. She and um in the hospital or one of them homes. Um, just pray for healing over her body. If she got her mind and stuff right, please. Thank you. Okay, got it. Good morning, sister. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. You have a great day too, Sister Lisa. Good morning to you. Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thank you. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Got it. Got it, Susie. Thank you so much. Anyone else just on the call? Want to say good morning? Good morning, Natasha. Good morning, Natasha. Happy trying for Tuesday. Happy trying for Tuesday. <laughs> Glory to God. Good morning, sunshine. Sunshine. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? Good morning. It's Miss B. 
Misty, good morning to you. Love you. Continue to pray for you. Love you too, sweetheart. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy and Finish It. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Do you have any men or first-time callers want to say good morning? Good morning, sister. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good morning to you. And who else was that? This is El Torino. This is my first time calling today. <laughs> I love you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning to you, Shell. Good morning, Sister Tracy, everyone. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Sister Tracy, good morning to you. Love you, sis. Continue to plan for you also. Love you too. Thank you. Anyone? Else? You're welcome. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday, Yvonne. Are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing this morning? Okay. I did it. Okay, I missed that. I missed that one. What did you say? I okay. You okay? You okay? Well, I'm praying that you all is well with you. You will have a good good day, okay? Me too. Thank you, thank you. Anyone else just join a call? And this is a new month, August the first, twenty twenty Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy in the Finish, and I'm agreeing this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, let me. I need everyone to make sure you check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute before I can go ahead and get started. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Torina Definition, and I'm your your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of August, August 
with our monthly themes entitled Focus. Each declare will de- discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is one prayer request that was submitted from the online app, and that was from Prosperous Pam. Please pray for my cousin Clarence, wife, Peril whose mother passed away a couple days ago in Mississippi. Jesus, please comfort Pearl and Clarence and all impacted by this loss. Please grant traveling mercy and all needed during this time. Lord, please comfort them. You are able in Jesus' name, amen. That was from um, Prosperous Pam praying for Pearl and Clarence. And we want to continue prayer prayer for Valerie, Miss Barbara, and Tracy where they are grieving. And also, um, spoken prayer requests has come from Sister Sabrina, praying for her aunt and Percy for healing. And we continue praying for Susie. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Natasha. Declaration, Raven. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Natasha. Declaration, Raven. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from 2 Corinthians 3.18. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with every increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the scripture come off mute. I now pass the card over to the prayer warrior, Natasha. Everyone, please have a blessed night and day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Let us prepare our hearts and minds for prayer. And if you are in, if you're not driving, and if you are in position to just uh, stop for a moment, maybe that 10 minutes, five minutes, or just one minute, to just take a deep breath and stop and focus on the goodness of God. And I would ask again that if you are moving around and not in position for prayer right now, that you would double check that your phone is on mute, was not to be a distraction in any way. Lord God, we just want to take a moment to praise you. Before I ask you for anything, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for just being an awesome and amazing God. There are truly no words to encompass your greatness, God. We thank you that you are omnipotent and omniscient, Lord God, that you know all, 
there is no place that we can go that you are not with us. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for seeing another day, the rising of the sun, Lord God. We do not take it lightly that someone did not wake up this morning and someone may not make it home, Lord God. So we thank you for your continued protection, Lord God. We thank you, God, for just the gift of life, for it is precious, Lord God. And we are grateful and mindful, Lord, that as your children, you love us unconditionally. We thank you for showing us what love looks like, God. We are so grateful for this past month that we had and all the people who contributed to us being able to have this space to talk about, to focus on, to learn about purpose, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you for the teachings that we were given, God. And I pray that many things were said that helped many people, your people, God, as we seek to humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways, God, as you promised that you would heal our land. So we seek you as we walk into this new month of August in this new theme of focus, God. Thank you that we can keep our minds fixed on you. We thank you and we're ever so grateful for the power and the privilege of prayer that we can come humbly but boldly before the throne of grace and present our petitions to you. We thank you that you tell us, your word says that we don't need to be anxious for anything for nothing. Keep our eyes fixed on you, not to worry, because it is all in the palm of your hand. And all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to your purpose. So we thank you for calling us. We just thank you and we're ever so grateful that your grace and your mercy is new every day. Let us not take it for granted, God. Search our hearts, Lord. And when you find that which is not like you, that which is not pleasing, God, we ask that you cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. We thank you for giving us a mind to do the mirror ministry, to ask you to to clean out the stony places that are in our hearts, God. As we learn to focus and keep our gaze fixed up and on you, as we ask you to help us to be conformed to your image, to be more like you. God, we thank you for the prayer requests that have been placed before you. We thank you that we can come to you and that we can intercede on behalf of our loved ones, of our families, our 
communities of our nation, God. Lord, we ask that you would keep those who are in bereavement in your peace, that perfect peace that surpasses all understanding, that is only found in you. God, I ask that you would comfort our sister Valerie in the loss of her son, our Miss B in the loss of her daughter, and Tracy in the loss of her mom. Comfort Pam's cousin Pearl and Clarence in the loss of their mom. And and uh, Sister Beverly, um, whose daughter lost her grandmother suddenly. We ask that you would be with them through the bereavement process, that you would grant them comfort, that you would grant travel mercy to those who have to go to and from and for all the families, Lord. And we say thank you for the lives of those people who are no longer with us in the flesh. We thank you that their spirit lives on, Lord, whether it's in the memories and the deeds and and the purpose that you formed them to be. So we thank you. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for those who love them. And we ask that you would grant them comfort during the process. Lord, we thank you for our sister Sabrina and pray for her aunt's healing. And sister Susie, pray for her continued healing. Lord God, we ask that you pray for all of those who are just in need. You know what each and every one of us stand in need of. You know better than we know ourselves. We ask that you would touch our minds as we seek to be steadfast and focused on you, that we would not allow the mass distraction to get in the way building relationships with you. We just thank you. We thank you for transforming us and renewing our minds that we can be focused on you and your love and your word and your promises that are yes and amen. That we can know that you will never leave us or forsake us. That we can look straight ahead and fix our gaze directly before you. God, thank you for being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We thank you that we do not have to turn to the right or to the left. You are our rock. That we can seek you first in all things. All these things that we care for, that we may be anxious about, that we can cast upon you. We thank you that we can seek you first, your righteousness, and all these things will be given to us. That we need not worry, but we focus our minds our heart on you, God. So I thank you as we pray for covering for our families, God, for our children who are preparing to go back to school, for the teachers and the administrators, God. Praying for our 
systems of governance, God, that people who love you and believe in you, Lord, and people of faith are walking in those halls and those very halls of power where wickedness seeks to reign, Lord God, but no, we stand flat-footed against it because we know that your power is greater than anything in the natural that we see. You said without faith it is impossible to please you, so we have faith that you are doing a great work despite what we can see. And we thank you that you have touched our lives so that we know personally the great work that you do in our lives and around us, Lord. So as we get ready to take our phones off of mute and corporately praise you, God, I would just ask that we just be mindful of how great you are and all the wonderful things that you continually do for our lives, Lord Thank God. You, we have so much to be grateful for. Oh, you do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank, Thank you, God, Jesus. for being so amazing. Lord. Thank you, God. 
So as we get ready to walk into the declaration, God, I would just thank you again for this form. Thank you for the founders of this call, Lord God. Thank you for our OG, God. We thank you for Raven, uh, who is coming to share a word with us. Lord, I pray that you would bless us on the top of her head to the soles of her feet, God. It is in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. As I pass the call. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Natasha. Good morning. Thank you so much. Can you hear me good? We hear you. Yes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That's all I needed to know. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. And it's the first of the month. It's a song that... uh, I think it was Don't Thug and Harmony. I could be wrong, but it's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. Wake up, wake up. That song used to slap. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it's the first of the month. It's August 1st. Uh, we have a new month. And Natasha set me up for the kill. She put me on the schedule to be first. This is hard. <laughs> but I'm going to make it happen, y'all. Um, I just, I appreciate everybody that's on today. Um, I just want to take a minute to honor my aunties, my auntie Dion and my auntie Tanya. Like, I love y'all so much. And they always looking out for their little niece and poo. So, um, we're going to get started. I know the theme, um, this month is focus. And so prayerfully, we're going to start this month off strong. And I'm praying that, you know, God, uh, allows me to be the vessel that he needs me to be in order to rightfully divide his word t- today. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and get started. So <clears throat> we all pretty much know what focus is. I know a lot of times we start off with definitions. I'm going to just drop a few words um, that kind of um, highlight the the meaning of focus. So focus, what is it? It's the center. It's the vortex. Um, It's a sustained concentration. It's disciplined. Um, It's a central point of attraction or attention at any point, right? Everything has a focal point. Uh, Excuse me. There's always something to look forward to um, in life, uh, in any portion of our lives. Um, And we're going to spend time focusing really on a a familiar passage of scripture. I'm found in Matthew 14. Uh, verses 26 through um, 32. It's the last portion of Matthew 14. It's a very, 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 very familiar passage. It's a passage that we all know and we've all heard it. We've all heard it preached. We've heard it teach. We've heard it twisted, flipped, and inside out and everything. And so today I'm praying that God um, uncovers a fresh perspective so that we see things from a different perspective, that we have a different focus when it comes to these um, few scriptures. And so um, just a little backlog, <clears throat> this this um, particular situation, this story, um, this theme was right after Jesus fed the 5,000 hungry people that was like, we hungry. And so probably Jesus was exhausted from ministering and peopling. I mean, if you're anything like me, I probably seem to be an extrovert on here, but in real life, I'm more of an introvert unless um, with my people. If I'm with my people, I can be the life of the party. I'm just all doors open 
I'm, I mean, I'm there, but if I don't know you, I'm probably going to sit in the corner on my phone and just like be in my own world <laughs> um, because that's, that's what I am. And so I know Jesus was probably exhausted from ministering and peopling. He didn't just feed these people. Um, if you're familiar with the passage, he healed them as well, right? So imagine, I imagine that he was very depleted. Um, if you are used to ministering, if you're familiar with ministering or, the, or um, on a platform of any sort, it is tiring. It's exhausting. Not tiring in a sense of you don't want to do it anymore. Well, for some people, yes, but and tiring in a sense that it is draining. It takes from you spiritually and emotionally. You are you can be you can experience depletion and need needing to um, kind of rejuvenate. And so Jesus sends Peter and the other disciples ahead of him and then he went up to the mountain by himself so he could have a little me time right and get himself together in prayer um after doing the work of god and so the, the disciples get into the boat um as jesus instructed them and then they start traveling and then somewhere around dark 30 uh i call it dark 30 but the bible mentions the fourth watch and in time you sort of divide that out of 12 hours, so 12 divided by four, you end up with three. So somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., probably very, 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 very darkest of the time based on the events that took place later. I would, I would, I would, in my mind, um, my theology and my doctrine, my doctrinal belief is that it was probably closer around three. Um, so again, it's dark 30. Uh, and a storm comes, and it pretty much scares the guys half to death, right? And so I'm certain that they thought they were going to die. At least I would have. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't do well in moments like that. Okay, so this is when the story really, really gets interestingly good. Okay, it gets good. It gets gooder and gooder. Okay, so remember Jesus told them to go ahead, and he catch up with them later. So he started. He he did that, right? He started walking on the water toward the boat in the middle of their storm. Okay, in the middle of their storm, I'm calling it their storm, because later on, we'll see just how they created an issue that didn't even exist. Okay, something that we all do in some facet or another, we get, uh, we, we get, we, we're faced with situations that we develop ideologies and we develop these, um, these, this math that doesn't exist. But then we try to figure out why it's not adding up. Well, because it's the math you made up. Okay, so simply because they lost focus. This is why this storm, their storm showed up, right? Because they lost focus. So verse 26 is where things begin to really heat up for the disciples. And so I'll go ahead and read. Um, I'll read these uh, verses in the NIV translation. I know I'm, I'm normally reading ESV, but NIV for this for specific verses. So when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I, don't be afraid. Lord, it's, it's you, Peter replied. Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. And Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, beginning to sink, cried, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Okay, um, and the, may the Lord add a blessing to the readers and the hearers and doers of his word. Um, so uh, focus is a term where we hear and we use it quite loosely um, when we find it necessary to draw attention to a goal or a specific conclusion. 
okay? It's the driving force behind success and success, successful people, but it's also the disruptor of human stagnation, okay? So focus is the metaphorical difference between here and there that actually challenges us to greater achievements be it academically, uh, within your career, your personal life, your spiritual life, your interrelationally, um, in your community, et cetera, however that may be. But focus challenges us to pursue, okay? And it challenges us to reach and attain goals, dreams, desires, visions, plans, et cetera. It's a, it's a motivator, okay? Unfortunately, our focus isn't always clear and it's not always understood. Like, Peter and the disciples, lack of focus causes us to disregard what we know to be true. And then we exchange that for fear of what we actually feel, okay? So when focus lacks the necessary concentration, we are subject to distractions. We're subject to incomparable delays and decisions that can cost us what we've worked hard to attain. But thanks be unto God, distractions are not a death sentence. I'm so grateful they're not a death sentence. And I know some of you are driving, um, but those of you who are seated, um, I need you to write this down. As long as you're not driving, you can write this down, but write this down if you can. Delays don't forfeit the command of my future. I'm going to say that again. Delays don't forfeit the command of my future. So in my few years of living, um, I've come to know that there are milestones to focus. Focus isn't something that we just come out the womb with, okay? My, there are milestones to clarity. There's, there's milestones to visual adjustments. There's milestones to what we see and how we see, and how we see it. Uh, milestones before we can sufficiently identify with the word focus, right? Essentially because it isn't something that we are born with, yet we inherit the primary content that when properly nurtured, we have the ability to reach the point of focus. We have the ability to gain access to our core site, as we mature and develop, as we exercise our cognitive muscle. And so I know that most of us are pretty familiar with newborn babies. For those who aren't, I'm going to spend time unpacking something that is a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit unfamiliar to you and those who are familiar with newborn babies. This is a different perspective and I want you guys to hear me and how God has developed um, the, uh, essence and the tools and resource of psychology to um, create, uh, hear me out, to create a world uh, that mimics or that displays his hand uh, through cognition. Cognition has to do with our mind, right? Okay. Um, so for those who aren't familiar and for those who are familiar with babies, the following may be brand new information. Okay. So either way, let's build some foundation that segues us into fresh revelation. So when babies are born, they have so many things that keep them extremely reliant, okay? Obviously, they can't walk. We know that. They can't talk. They can't feed themselves. If my babies, I have four kids, no more babies, but if I had another baby and that baby came out and they were able to walk and they were able to talk and they were able to feed themselves, I would be afraid. I would be like, God, this is, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do, but you can't do it through me with this one. You know, like that, that's too advanced. Babies now. These babies come out and they're, they're turning their heads and lifting their neck up and like trying to crawl and stuff. Like it's crazy, you know, to watch how things have progressed over time. But this is just goes to show you the hand and the power of God. So babies are in no way self-sufficient, okay? They literally need other people for absolutely everything. 
So a guy that I'm familiar with um, in uh, an area that I have studied for the last five years is psychology, right? So this Swiss psychologist, his name is Jean Piaget, okay? He constructed a theory that consisted of four stages of human development. Um, the first stage being the sensory motor stage. Piaget uh, established that the first two years of human life is spent discovering. Lots of changes, lots of growth. Uh, lots of advancement happened during this period, but it is all funneled through our five senses. Very important right here, five senses. Okay, so not only does this phase encompass physical progress, but it encompasses cognitive advancement that takes place simultaneously with it. So as you are physically growing, you are mentally growing. As you're mentally making progress, you are physically making progress. They go hand in hand. Um, so. Senses are used to help explore and identify differences between the baby's immediate environment and themselves. So one unprecedented deficit is that the babies have a limited ability to discipline their vision. They don't have it, okay? Like we can, we can say, oh, look over to the right, and that's what can happen. You tell a baby to do that, they just go and sit there and be like, hmm. So earlier researchers, actually discovered that during the first year of life, baby vision undergo significant adjustments. I mean, significant adjustments. And so at birth, they're not able to distinguish color. Okay, their eyes are only able to produce recognition for black, white, and gray shades and large shapes. So their eyes are extremely sensitive to bright light. Their vision is strikingly blurry. Their tracking um, and vision coordination is extremely weak, which uh, explain something that you may have seen. Um, if you're not familiar, you've seen this, even if you are. So it explains why you see the babies rolling and crossing their eyes so much during their early months. Um, they don't even have the ability to see things that are beyond a short distance. Hear me out. Does this sound familiar? Poor disciples. They don't even have the ability to see things that are beyond a short distance. Listen, y'all, after everything the disciples witnessed, just hours before this moment, I mean, Jesus feeding all these people, not, did he, did only, not only did he feed them, but he broke the bread that didn't exist, okay? These disciples let a little storm change their entire minds about who, they, who and what they witnessed Jesus to be, okay? I mean, they reached hard. Assuming that he was a ghost, even after he literally just said, y'all go ahead, I'll catch up with you later. Like, did y'all forget that he was that he was going to come, like, you know, it, it, it don't really makes sense. So I really want you to ask yourself this. How could the God who provided food for 5,000 people not be the God who shows up in the middle of my storm? I'm going to say that again. How could the God who provided food for 5,000 hungry people out of a little bit of bread and a little bit of fish, how could that God that did that not be the God who shows up in the middle of my storm? I'm going to I'm going to break it all down to you. I'm actually going to answer it for you, okay? The harsh reality is when your focus is off, so is your faith, okay? And this is where I am going to introduce my topic, the faith to focus, all right? So here we are faced with unbelief, faced with bad faith, faced with poor faith, faced with shakable faith when it should be unshakable. I'm actually here to kind of address some things that you might have been wondering about, some things that you might have been a little confused about. And when your focus is not where it should be, when you no longer can see the shore, you feed yourself false narratives that contradict what God has already told you. I'm guilty of it too. 
Um, and so even in that, God still shows up and he says, hey, look, it's me. Stop tripping. Stop overanalyzing. Stop being afraid. I just showed you what I'm capable of in the last season of your life when you needed me to show up before. I showed you. I showed you before you could even open your mouth, even ask me. I showed you. I showed you. I showed you. I showed you. Remember, I didn't, we didn't uncover this, but prior to this situation, when Jesus fed the 5,000, the disciples doubted him even then. How are we going to feed these people, Jesus? And then he shows him. And then here we are. Fast forward. That should have been a segue into, God, I trust you, and we believe. Right? Yeah, here we are. Their focus is off. God says, I see you still need to develop some more. We might not be at the stage one anymore, but we ain't made it to the final stage of faith yet. Okay? We still got some more maturing and growing to do. So uh, within that first year of the baby's life, the baby's central vision gradually improves. So around maybe five to eight months, unlike Peter, the baby's depth of perception improves significantly. They can recognize their parents away at short distances, and then they'll respond with a smile, um, which indicates feelings of security. Peter didn't do that, right? He looked out there, and he was like, ooh, a ghost, ah, right? Like, seriously? Come on now. So the latter portion of the baby's first year, a baby spends time building visual stamina and constant, or excuse me, visual, visual stamina and centration, okay? That might be a new word for you. So they're then able to acutely and accurately judge distance. Y'all hear me? This gives them the ability to competently grab things between their little fingers, okay? So Peter actually lacked the spiritual competence to know that in a moment of uncertainty, instead of reaching for fear, he could have immediately reached for the hand of God, but he didn't. For some reason, he didn't. He, does, he did what we often do. He leaned on his own understanding, which is so feeble. It is not constant. It is not consistent. We don't get it. I mean, God even speaks to our level of understanding. He says, lean not to our own understanding. We don't have it. Our own understanding is so unreliable, right? It's something, it, 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 just, it just doesn't make sense. So we see how God consistently does things in everybody else's lives, right? But then when it's time for him to show up for us, we think it's a prank or like we're not in position to receive the benefits of what we ask for. Well, I mean, if you, if you consider what God says about us, God tells us that if we seek him in prayer, if we come to him in prayer, um, those things that w- which we ask by faith, we can we can believe that we'd already have them, right? And so God is like, I'm literally showing up from you for you. I'm proving my presence. It's you that's tripping. Your focus is off. It's not me. I've been here. I did what I said I was gonna do. I showed up. So what else do you want from me? So Peter ends up challenging Jesus, and he says, Look, if it's you, Lord, I'll know it's you if you let me walk on this water. What? I mean, what? That's the same thing where. It reminds me of when we are seeking God for a thing and we're like, you know, God, I need a double, um, I need a double revelation, right? Let me see a bird flying at 12 a.m. so I know it's you. It's like, why are you challenging God to do something that he has the power to do anyway, whether you ask him to or not? Yes, we know that birds don't fly at night, right? However, putting God up to a challenge says that you don't believe. It does not prove that he cannot perform. So Jesus is like, dude, flight work, come here, okay? Peter is still in this tug of war with his faith to focus. He starts off okay, starts walking on the water. He's focused. He's in faith mode. He's getting somewhere. But then it hits him that he's still not fully developed. 
he's got some more work to do, and then he loses the tug of war. So that crazy storm that we know that they're in distracts him again, and it takes his focus, and then he starts to think. So many times, so many times, I know for a fact that I underestimated the power of God, and I underestimated the power to focus on God and let something that I know that is insignificant to take the driver's seat in my life and pull me down. And if I've experienced it, I know some other people have experienced it. So there's just so many times when I thought I had it all figured out because God agreed to my petition, right? He agreed to my challenge. Um, He's like, challenge accepted. But truth is, he only agreed so that he could show me I still needed him. In my mind, my goal was to get him to agree so that I could do whatever it was on my own. I just wanted him to prove it could be done. So dumb. Right. So essentially, I attempted to manipulate the hand of God. Listen closely. Essentially, I attempted to manipulate the hand of God. But when it didn't work out, I had to humble myself for him to rescue me from my own dumb scheme. Because that's all at the end of the day, it's a scheme. God, you do this for me, I'll do this for you. It don't work like that. You're going to obey anyway. And you'll find out why you should have obeyed if you don't. Right. So still, God will allow us to move along and let us think we made it. He'll still do it. And he'll let us move along a little bit, but it'll look like we're making long strides, but it's really still baby steps. We're still in early stages of focal development. Some progress is there, but still we got some ways to go. So here we are at Piaget's second stage in his theory, the pre-operational stage. It's active from two years old to seven years old. During this time, um, a concept called centration is developed. I mentioned that word earlier. Concentration is similar to the word concentration, as you see that it is the latter portion of the word concentration. Well, while we understand that concentration represents a range of focus, with centration, the child actually neglects all other aspects and places all focus is on a single object or a situation that has captivated their attention. Listen again, the child neglects all other aspects and places all their focus on a single object or situation that has captivated their attention. So that tells me they only worried about what looked good, okay, what, 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 what satisfies their eye, right? So write this down. Whatever captivates my interest holds the power to influence my judgment. Whew, that's tight, y'all. Whatever captivates my interest holds the power to influence my judgment. So I want to be careful there. Right? So if, if, if your interest lies in focusing on where you are and the conditions of where you are instead of where God, you, God told you to go, guess what? That judgment is going to reflect that. The judgment is going to reflect that, period, point, blank, all through and through. So what we got to do is we got to take a consistent stand against distractions in order to reap the benefits of the promises of God. That's the only way it's going to work. Okay, so write this down. I'll never get to the shore if I'm constantly mentioning the storm. I will never get to the shore if I'm constantly mentioning the storm. Wasting time focusing on the deception of the natural eye will never strengthen the focus of the spiritual eye. Y'all, it won't. We, I say this all the time and my kids get so irritated, my husband get irritated, but I'm always saying you're focused on the wrong thing. That's when my kids come in here and they come in our room and they're, you know, being kids. And one will say, Mom, why your shirt on backwards? In the middle of me trying to discipline them or give them some sort of, you know, mom pep talk or whatever. And I'll look at them and be like, yo, you're focused on the wrong things. It ain't about my shirt. What you're trying to do is use my shirt as a distraction 
to take the heat off of the discussion that we're having, focus, right? So it takes some significant discipline to cast down the imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That takes some significant discipline, and we don't come out the room with that, okay? So ask yourself, what will I believe? What will I accept? It's imperative that we be completely honest with ourselves. I'm not going to always get it right because I'm still developing in my ability to focus, period. If any of you are like me, right, you don't even realize you've compromised your own ability to work toward focusing until you're like Peter and you start thinking in the problem. Peter is the poster child for what not to do in the presence of God. I mean, from this to denying Jesus, it's like, yo, you can't catch a break, can you? You need to go back to the altar or something, right? Like offer a living sacrifice and it needs to be you because right now you are, dude, you are unreliable. <laughs> so like the worst things any of us could ever do is to have an intimate moment with Jesus and then hype yourself up in the face just to fail miserably in front of him. Like I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to that. That would be so embarrassing. However, that's not the way I want to be tested. I don't, I, I, I don't ever want to identify myself with Peter. Like, I, I just don't because he had it bad. You know, he was a good dude, but he had it bad. I mean, honestly, we're looking at it right here. So when you're still building, still learning, and still developing, you're going to make unforeseen errors. This does not mean that you will not make mistakes, right? Our faith in Christ does not mean we won't make mistakes. Our, um, our salvation does not mean we will not, we will not have errors that we will not uh, stand in front of God and say, look, I messed up, because we're going to, we're human beings, right? So we're going to be faced with the option to fail at faith. And it is our, we have, um, we have the ability to um, gain, uh, re to, to re-visualize what it is that we have ahead of us and for us to move forward. So we're going to rest in moments where we really just don't have the capacity to focus well, right? Sometimes it's still just too early for us to see the results. We got to keep working. We got to keep grinding. We got to keep building. We got to keep stretching our faith. Um, and I'm almost done. So really, um, we're getting closer to being able to consistently focus here. Okay. We just have to build some logic first. And so the concrete operational stage is the third, P third in Piaget's developmental series. Okay. It lasts from age seven to age 11. Um, this is where logic and conversation um, or excuse me, logic and conservation is developed. I have a seven-year-old daughter, and she is working me with logic. This girl has so many questions. She has answers to her own questions, even though she's never been here before. Are the answers always right? Nope, but she don't answer, okay? She is the child that reminds me so much of me with how much she is curious and how curiosity drives her so deeply to want to know things. And so even now, we're teaching her how to develop that, but develop it in a way that it does not hinder her, but that it helps her. And so we got that now, right? We even see that Peter realizes this issue that he's having. The storm won't really end until the master of the sea actually gets on the boat with them. We see that in, I believe, verse uh, 32, right? So both Jesus and Peter get on the boat. And then what happens? The storm immediately ends, just like that. That was so simple, so easy. So I really want to assess how many times have you delayed your own progress because you didn't realize that all you had to do was invite Jesus into your situation? Like it's so, it, it, it's, it's a task, right? It appears to be easier than it actually is. Really, it's easier than it appears, okay? We 
get in the way. And so when we get in the way, things look harder than they actually are. So the entire time you were suffering, you kept trying to get Jesus to draw you to him. And he's like, no, no, let me into the situation with you. Don't ask me to bring you to me. Invite me in. I want to know that I'm wanted and that I'm desired and that I'm needed and that you are willing to forfeit everything that you have to invite me into a space that possibly is not all the way clean. Okay, so once you realize that the presence of God makes the difference, your entire perspective and focus will start to shift. Okay, so the fourth and final stage of Piaget's theory begins to help everything come together. It's the formal operational stage. This is where it starts to get juicy. So from 11 years old all the way through adulthood, we have the ability to reap the benefits of all of the developmental and processes that God designed for us to experience before we're able to appreciate true focus. Y'all not hearing me. So Piaget's theory really argued that this is the phase where we develop abstract thoughts and begin to explore hypothetical situations and varying possibilities that don't really exist. They may, they may never exist, right? This is where imagination really starts to work. This is where Peter realizes there was never a storm. This is where he realizes that he misinterpreted a storm when it should have been identified as doubt hear me out. This is what Peter misinterpreted as a storm when it was really just doubt. It's in the word. It was his lack of faith, and Jesus was petty enough to call him out for it. He said, oh, you have little faith. Look, dude, your faith is so small, you can't even believe that it's me right here and that I can help you. In other words, you've walked with me all through my ministry, and you still don't believe when it comes to your personal walk. You don't believe I can fix it, right? In other words, Peter had you held on to my words before you left. Like I said, I'm coming to you guys. Y'all go ahead. Excuse me. You never would have suffered as much as you have. This is what you established for yourself because you didn't believe. This is what you established for yourself because you didn't believe. This is the storm you created, the perfect storm. For me to come in and step in and say, look, it's good. Because you took your eyes off of me, I temporarily let you see what it was like to experience life without me. Y'all, because you took your eyes off of me, I temporarily let you see what it was like to experience life without me. Life without me is so rocky. There's so many things that you can't explain. There's so much, so many storms. There are things that you experience that you should never have to experience if you held onto my hand and I'm on the boat with you. If you invite me into your situation, you won't go through it alone. Peter was alone, even though he was on the boat with the other disciples. This story don't even highlight them. When it gets to a certain point, it's all about Peter. It's all about Peter. So how many times have you been in a situation where you are in a place with other people and you still feel alone? And you say, well, I know they can't help me, but what do I have to do? I have to call on the name of Jesus. I have to call on the name that saves, the one that heals, the one that delivers, the one that sets free, the one that shows up right in the nick of time. So what now? Okay. Well, we made it to the final stage. Raven, what does that even mean? It actually means that you now have the ability to master formulation and problem solving. So God says, I've developed you enough now. Let's see what you got. So now we can spend time strengthening what we worked hard to build in each of these stages. This is the point in which all that was introduced from birth is matured. This is where the execution of development takes place. This is the point of application. This is where you put the pedal to the metal. This is the point of application. This is the point where we have the opportunity to sustain the spiritual muscle that we worked hard to build. We can focus now, baby. We can focus. We can focus. We can walk. 
We can learn. We're not little helpless infants anymore. We can do it all now. Nothing is stopping us. We have a whole free way to ourselves. Now we have full capacity to focus on what's ahead. Now we can say, God, not only do I see what you've shown me, I see what you're doing. I've put enough work in to accomplish what I set my focus on. Before it was too soon. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I didn't have what it took before, but I got it now. The immaturity that I came here with, I'm not that person anymore. I've lived a little bit. I've had enough experience, and I've had time to develop. I've let you uh, incubate me. I've experienced enough to know and understand that I have full access to what you showed me. My centration has graduated to concentration. No longer will I focus on what looks glamorous, but I'll focus on what sustains me. I'll focus on how to steward what you use to develop me. So while things weren't visibly clear to me, God, you showed me how to trust you. I can now visualize and conceptualize what you said about me. My self-doubt, gone. My unbelief, gone. My instinct to self-sabotage, which so many of us do. My progress is there. I am progressing. Self-sabotage no longer exists. I'm not going to feed into that narrative anymore. It's gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Gone. If I have to be like Peter and be the poster child for the word focus, so be it, God. Show me how to be the best poster child I can be. Show me how to be the best version of Peter in this day and time that I can be so that I can improve what I've seen Peter do. So, God, I acknowledge the new capacity to find more than what's directly in front of me. I'm acknowledging that. I've got a new capacity. I've got a new attitude. I'm not that person. You've talked me through this process, and you trusted me enough to secure the bag. I can secure the bag now. I've got the tools. I have everything that I need, and I'm going to go get it, right? I've had the tools since birth, but I needed you to help me develop what you've already given me access to. So guess what now? We focus, baby. Y'all, we have the ability to focus. We have the ability to focus. I know, and I'm done now, I know that there are some of us who are here on this line and we've struggled. You know, one minute we feel like we're making progress. Another minute it feels like we're going backwards. It feels like we're stagnant. It feels like we are just at a plateau where we are not making any progress. That is a point of development. That does not mean you don't exist in a growth spurt. Sometimes you can't see growth. Y'all hear me? Sometimes we can't see growth. Growth, you can't always see that on the outside, but it's happening on the inside. And so as we're developing, as we allow God to restore us and renew um, our understanding and perception of, of development, we will begin to adjust our focus, and God will allow us to see what we're supposed to see at the right time. That's it. I'm done. Um, man, that's it. Like, I just, wow. Yep, that's that. That's that. We have the ability to focus now, and I pray that this month we are able to see things from a different perspective, and we're able to take some of these nuggets um, and house them in our hearts so that God will begin to show us new revelations throughout the month, and not just the month, but the rest of the year, things that, tools and tokens that we need to help us uh, funnel a different way of being, a funnel a different way of living, funnel a different way of handling our situations and the storms that we've obviously created for ourselves, and not giving the devil too much credit, but taking credit for what we actually created. It's not always the devil. The devil didn't create this storm. The Bible nowhere in there says that devil blew the seas. Never nowhere said that. The storm didn't happen until they happened. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it, y'all. So now I'm going to open up the call for those of you who are uh, first-timers or first time in a long time um, and you'd like to say good morning. We're going to start off with the gentleman first. Um, if they would like any of the gentlemen on the line would like to say good morning because we know how our, us ladies can be. We get to talking and we don't stop. 
we're going to let the men come in first. Um, and then when they establish um, their presence, then we'll open up the floor for um, all other ladies to say good morning um, before we go into the love, life, and victory uh, portion of the call. So now the floor is open. Gentlemen, good morning. Everyone, good morning, first-time visitors. Good morning, first time in a long time. Good morning. The floor is open. Unmute as you um, step into the call to say good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. If we don't have any guys, then the floor is open um, to new or first-time visitors. Or if you're scared and you don't want to say good morning, then guess what? Old Faithfuls will hop on here and say good morning. So good morning, y'all. Good morning, Ms. Diane. Good morning, Ms. Great Diane. Great decoration. I enjoy that. Thank you so much. Good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Raven. Trees. Good morning, Trees. Amazing. Thank you so much. Good morning. Hey, man. Good morning, Ms. Bree. I see what you did there, and I like it. Come on. <laughs> Help the people with the cognition. I see you. Good, I love good morning, you. my Bree Bree. I love you, too. Good morning. Good morning. It's wonderful. It's wonderful, Wanda. Great declaration. Hey, wonderful, Wanda. Happy August, girl. Happy August. Good morning, good morning. Prosperous Pam. Wonderful. Good morning, day. Pam. Good morning. Good morning, Raven. It's Miss Vicky. Good awesome. morning, Miss Vicky. Started our month off for us. Thank you. Awesome. God be praised. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for your word to get that. Good morning. Thank you so much. Good morning, Raven. Thank you so much for the word that you have started our day off today. This is your grandmother, Bernadetta. Hi, Granny. I love you, y'all. That's my Granny. Hi, Granny. Thank you for coming on. Good morning. This is Mary. That was good morning, dynamic. Mary. That was dynamic. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Good morning. God bless you as well. Morning, Raven. Happy 8-1, honey. You came in slant. It is the first of the month. Yes, you did that. Love you, sis. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much. Anybody else want to say good morning? First time in a long time? Or, look, the floor is open for everybody at this point. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Raven, what's your Hi, right, good morning. This is Janet. How you doing? It's been a very good morning, long time. Janet. Hi. Thank you for your word today. It was really um eye opening. We'll be right on that. Thank you. Beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I think I heard like two or three people. Raven, some, somebody asked for your cash app now. Oh, somebody asked for my cash app? Lord, okay. Hold on. I don't know it by heart. Let me look it up. Okay, my cash app is, it is so, like, so, so, so good. It's just one so, S-O, and my first name, Raven, R-A-E-B-Y-N. And it's a picture of me. It's, like, purple and blue. Um, But so Raven, dollar sign, so Raven is my cash app. 
Thank you so much, whoever that was. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? All right. If nobody else want to say good morning, we are going to open the call up for our Love, Life, and Victory segment of the call. This is where we're able to have open dialogue about what was shared. Um, if there was an, uh, a brand new, fresh uh, revelation that God dropped in your spirit, anything that you just want to say and say, look, this is what I thought about when you were teaching. This is the opportunity. Um, if you have a question, this is an opportunity. If you just want to say, God, thank you for speaking this morning, whatever it is, this is the opportunity. Um, but I, I, I want to open the floor up for that with the first thing that I wanted to um, kind of bring our attention to, um, which was, um, hold on one second. Let's see. Okay, here we go. So what in your life um, or what, what is something that's in your life that you are constantly putting more focus on versus putting your focus in on God? Um, and I'll start there. Um, I tend to, I'm, I'm, I'm very analytical and I tend to overanalyze things. And sometimes I put more focuses, put more focus on what I'm analyzing, excuse me, and things in my life that I'm analyzing, what I can do better on, what areas I can improve versus God, give me the faith to focus on you so that you can help me through, right? So that you can help me to navigate so that you can give me the tools um, and that I can activate the tools that you've already given me um, in order to just grow my life right? Because our life is not our own, but we have a responsibility to perform. Um, and we have a responsibility to do what God says. And out of obedience, I always want to um, address what God wants out of my life. So what is something in your life that you spend more time focusing on instead of focusing on God? So Raven, I want to jump in here, but I I want to default to the men first. <laughs> I know we can, mm-hmm. we can go in. So I want to share, but I'll default first if um, a male wants to speak first. Absolutely, that's fine. Does any any gentleman want to speak up? I think they they um they might be sleeping. <laughs> okay, um, loved your declaration, um, and I love how you even started off uh, with your uh, talk with the song "Wake Up, Wake Up, Wake Up." We can have fun <laughs> in this walk with the Lord. Absolutely, um, and we thank you, Lord, for that. Um, two things, so. The, the main, main thing is I, you know, even in the morning, I have to pray, God, take me with you all day to day in my decisions. Like, I have to intentionally pray for that because I have been so caught up, um, even on the women's call, <laughs> just drained and stuff. And um, Holy Spirit, he just stopped me. You know, I was just been busy with work and stuff. And then I was mm-hmm. going to call someone who I, you know, is like a work mentor. And then... Mm-hmm. God took me to his scripture Mm. and he took me to scripture. And then I just had this awareness. I thank God so much that he left this blueprint of a Bible that we can refer to because it gave me such peace. And then that mentor person called me and I'm like, I'm not picking that up, you know, because I've been doing Mm -hmm. that for weeks, you know, Mm-hmm. I need to focus mm-hmm. on you because timing is interesting thing too. I kind of can tell when I'm into the, something with the, with the Lord and then the phone rings. No, mm-hmm. you know, I'm aware of the yep. timing and God just, just gave me such peace for throughout the rest of the day. So I just thank him for that. And I'll, the other thing I, I was just going to say is 
um, a lot of times when we talk about the disciples, um, I'll just say for myself, I, I, I that's me. <laughs> I'm just, this is my time to confess because <laughs> I can't say that. That's me. I can't talk to Peter, this one, that one, that one. <laughs> that's me. So Lord, thank you for your patience. So anyway, love you guys. Have a blessed day today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Listen, it takes a lot of courage to stand in your truth, stand in the middle of everything to say, look, it ain't even them, God, is me. Like, I don't care what names are in that Bible. Sometimes I'll be like, God, you playing right because you know that's me. Like, <laughs> I will. I right. will. I will. I will. <laughs> oh, man, thank you so much for your feedback. Anyone else want to share Hey, Raven, I'll jump in if want nobody else. Um, let me answer your question first. Um, okay. What is, what is one of the things that I focus on um, more than focus on God? So when it gets to that point where things try to, you know, take my mind in different directions, I have mm-hmm. to tell myself that is a very, that phrase, I always say it, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. on emotion and anger, it don't be mm-hmm. the thing. Um, it, so I know I have to tell myself, nope, what did he say? What does the word say? Don't look at the person about what they're saying because they, nope, yeah. you're focusing on the wrong thing. Let's go back to the facts. Let's stand here. Let's let's yep. let's address it from right here. And then you yeah. can't change a person. You can't change the situation. Mm-hmm. You can only go to the manufacturer, the master who can change Listen. it and leave it there. It costs yes. too much. For your peace, for your strength, mm-hmm. it, it 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 develops anxiety when you try to carry and make somebody understand what you can't seem to get them to understand. They're not going to get it until they get it, until he gives yeah. it to them, until they're ready to receive it. So that's one of the things that I, a long time I had to um, stop focusing on when are they going to get it because it's not mm-hmm. my time and they're going to get it. When you release it to him and allow God to give it to them so that they can receive it, and then they'll get it. So that that, that was the one thing. And then I just mm-hmm. want you to tell me what you said, whatever captivates my interest holds the power to blank my judgment. Influence. I just missed that one Influence. word. Influence. Influence. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sis. I want to throw you all the way out over there somewhere and then come back and get you because you <laughs> preached that good word today. I love you and thank you so much for uh, sowing seeds today. Yeah, yeah, 8-1, mm-hmm. honey. Big new beginnings, uh, oneness from him. So I appreciate Absolutely. you. Thank you again. Absolutely. Yeah, new beginnings. Yes. Eight, eight, eight. New beginnings. New beginnings. It means we get to start over fresh. It don't matter what you did yesterday. It don't matter that we messed up and that our focus was wrong yesterday. Today, anybody that reminds you of what you did yesterday, if they're reminding you today, then their focus is off. Hear me. Their focus is off. If they're reminding you of what you messed up on yesterday and they don't have brand new vision, they need to adjust their focus. Their their focus is off. Don't let them people drag y'all down. Don't let nobody tell you that who you were yesterday um, affects who you are today. It does. But that's not what I'm focused on. You focus on the wrong things. I'm changing. I'm working on myself. I am focused on moving forward. Okay. Anybody else want to share? Hey, Ray. Hey, hey. hey. Can you hear me? It's Auntie yeah. Dee. I, I got, uh, I'm home today. I, I called in. <clears throat> no, I'm just fine. But I can hear Buster Rhymes saying, put your hands where my eyes can see. I, music hey, is me. Really right? <laughs> right? And so focus. Man, ain't one. <laughs> 
you're right. So much stuff. If we keep our eyes focused, and Michelle was saying too, we have to understand focus. It's so big. It's so vast. And mm-hmm. stop focusing or even whining about others because that's what we do. We get through. We get through it off, right? We get through it off. We get through it off. If we don't keep right, keep our eyes. My grandmother used to say, "Look beyond what your eyes can see." I'm like, "What does that even mm-hmm. mean?" Mm-hmm. And it makes so much sense. My children are grown, grown. I can't listen. It took me a while to get it. I'm still getting it. And for me, this is just for me. Yeah. I'm so glad now that I no longer focus on other people's stuff. Who doing what? Who said what? I ain't trying mm-hmm. to line up with nobody else. If that makes Period. sense. So many people no. are trying to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. And no, 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 no. That's their walk. Right, and we get ruled yeah. off again. That's my word today. Yeah. If mm-hmm. we're so caught up in how such and such does something, Mark. No, no, no. Get you together, boo boo. That's why I said you when you were talking, I said she right. It is the first of the month. Get up, get up. And I'm real Richmond, and I'm hood. So I love you, niece, and I'm grateful. <laughs> just that you you kicked off eight one. It is it's, it's popping today. So I love you, and just keep being you. And again, put your hands on my eyes. Okay, I'm gonna meet. I love you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Anybody else want to share? Good morning. This is wonderful. Again, thank you for your share. Very powerful. Thank you so much, Wanda. Um, Good morning. Good morning. Have a blessed 8-1. This uh, topic is really pulling on my heartstrings, and and people Mm -hmm. are repeating what I want to say, so I know that I need to say something. Um, You know, I, I often... I'm getting better at trusting in God, but but I'm far from where I actually want to be. But I am in progress. But um, I, I had an epiphany the other day, and I've been struggling with this thing for years. And it's mm-hmm. with my um, youngest child and uh, trying to help him, fix him, love him. Um, and I don't know if this out of guilt. I don't know if I think it's a re- his behavior or his life is a reflection of me. I don't really know what the core part of it is, but um, I had a situation with him where I just felt like I was in this nightmare. And, and mm-hmm. I made a decision that I keep getting in the way of what God is trying to do. And I, mm-hmm. I, I keep showing up as the mother bear, trying to help him, protect him, love him, and I'm getting in the way of what God needs to do with him. And mm-hmm. this is the hardest thing that I've ever had to do is to let go. And um, But I've had to protect my sanity and my recovery. And, I mean, it, it, it got that bad. Um, mm. Very rude, very disrespectful, a little violence. Um, it's, it's just like, wow. You know, you think your kid, but uh, yeah. I, I'm sure I'm not unique. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the first and I won't be the last, but I'm just grateful that, you know, I know where to go. I know who to call. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I know to call on God um, um, before it gets to the other point. You know, I have a support system, w- which declare victory is one of them. And, and I know that this is God bringing you here this morning with this, um, with your share, with the topic, with the examples, um, it's just confirmation. Um, yeah. And I'm just grateful. I'm just really grateful. Um, I, I I love everybody on the call. Uh, I appreciate 
the platform, and uh, I love what God is doing with me. So thank. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to share this with you. So you said something that was so profound, and I think you have the answer. You just don't know you have it. <clears throat> so you said that you feel like sometimes you are standing in the way of what God is trying to do. If you consider in this story um, that these gentlemen were in the middle of the storm when Jesus showed up, okay, Jesus is the son of God, okay? He's 100% God and he's 100% man. And if you look at him as 100% God, right, um, he could have showed up sooner. But what he did was he allowed them to experience um, life. He allowed them to experience something that they couldn't explain and that they couldn't fix on their own until he showed up. But he allowed it. That's the key word. He allowed it. He could have he could have showed up sooner and not allowed them to experience the storm, but he didn't. He allowed them to experience the short the storm. And then he showed up, and then he didn't get on the boat until um, he was uh, until Peter um, actually uh, was out there, and he made his little error and stopped having faith, right? And so um, when Jesus reached out his hand and, and, and grabbed Peter, he mentioned to him, he said, "Why do you doubt? You know, your faith is small. Why do you doubt me?" And that that told me enough there to say. I have the ability to have more faith, but I have to exercise it. I cannot have what I do not exercise. My muscles will not grow if I don't exercise, right? So as a parent, I don't have adult children. My oldest is a teenager. However, in her quest of life, as she's learning, she's in the stage where you know, the peer pressure is heavy right now. And so we're constantly doing check-ins. Me and my husband are constantly like, hey, you know, like make sure you got the right friends, make sure this is, you know, you're making these decisions. And that doesn't mean that she's not going to mess up, but she knows that we're in the storm with her when she arrives. However, it's not our job to step in and say, um, and choose friends for her. I was a, a recipient of that when I was a kid. My mom would start choosing my friends because I couldn't choose them best, choose them good. And I had to realize later that that wasn't the right tool. I understand that she was trying to protect me, <clears throat> excuse me, but hear me out. The right thing to do is to sometimes step out of the picture. You can't control what your kids do. You can't control their experiences. You can't control what life brings them. What you can do is you can stand back and say, look, I'm here. And when you need me, I'll step onto the boat with you. So I hope that helps you. Anybody else want to share? Anybody else want to share? We have a, a question on the floor. Anybody want to respond to the prompt? Anybody? I'll repeat hey. it. So, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Hi, hey. hey. You, you can go ahead and repeat it, though, and just to make sure that I. <laughs> All right. So uh, now you, you hate and lost me. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> First of all, I want to say to Natasha, how dare you put Raven before me? Like, really? Who wants to follow that? That is so mean. That is so mean, Natasha. I don't know. I have to think about another name for you now. Like, this this character in you is just really coming out. Obviously, you are being led by the Holy Spirit. Oh, my God, Raven. I was just like, oh, my God, would you listen to this ninja? Would you listen to this ninja? Put it down. She acting all humble, but... My auntie is the reason down. why I am a lot of who I am. Don't let her fool y'all. That's, that's my blood. Bone of my bones. 
Blood of my blood, blood, flesh of my flesh. My flesh. <laughs> okay, so listen, listen, stop being silly. You're going to make the people think I'm silly. So this is Tanya, not Tanya, nor Tammy, okay? All right. Um, I cannot, I can't, I don't know how you did it, but I mean, how you uh, initially phrased it, but this is my takeaway that um, in answer to your question, um, it really made me think about however you eloquently put it together, confirmation, asking God for a confirmation really shows your doubt. <laughs> you yeah. know how we, we ask God for mm-hmm. it. God, give me a sign. Father, if you do this, that's just me you doubt. Oh, Raven, I wanted to throw my mm-hmm. phone. And I don't even like to throw stuff. But this this is a really, really profound lesson, um, the way that you weaved. I said, now, who are the psychologists and the uh, cognitive study people? Who is going to catch this stuff that it, this, Lord have mercy. N- not that it was hard, but like, I know that's going to wake them up. They're going to, they're really mm-hmm. going to be able to identify with some of the terms that you use. And so it was a great, great, um, first of the month. I listened to the song, mm-hmm. I know. So, <laughs> um, kudos. <laughs> no more kudos. kudos on listening to the shade. It's changing the yellow. Kudos on your, actually, no, I'm not going to change my green shade. You know why? Green represents prosperity. So I'm I'm cool right there. I'm going to change the shade of green. That's all. But kudos on a great, great lesson. It really was an eye opener. Um, But it was still simple enough for us to be able to um, to get it and lead us back to the cross. Because that's the, that's the ultimate objective of mm-hmm. focus mm-hmm. to lead us to Jesus. And this was a great way to do so using terms that are in the secular arena um, and meshing it together with the with the scripture. It was a great balance. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you. Shout out, look, I got to say, wait, wait. shout out to Bree Bree. What, what, what? What, one more thing. So I, you, you gave your cash app um, but what, oh, that's why. What is your Venmo? Is my Venmo? Uh, yeah. Um, is this something um, Raven Dash Robinson? Hold on. I had to pull it up. I don't ever know my money tag. I know this is terrible, but. Well, you're so going to need to focus and, um, you're going to need to focus. And okay. My, my, my Venmo is Raven, R-A-E-V-Y-N, Rob. My last name is Robinson, okay. so it's just a short version. Raven okay. Rob. Yep, that's me. And you'll see me. It looks like me. I got a little bob. Um, yeah, and I got to I got to shout out Bree Bree. I when I was working on this, I was like, Bree don't get this. Um, because Bree uh Doctor Bree, excuse me. Doctor Sabrina. Um, I, I I thought about you, Bree, and um like this is when it when it when it's time to um, talk about things that we need to work on. I think a lot of times we discount the power of the mind, um, and we think that everything is more on the physical aspect. But in order for us to be physical, there's got to be mental, right? Like our mind tells us what to do. Our mind is what pushes us. When you have no brain function, you can't do anything, right? You're a vegetable. That's what they call you in the hospital. If you're brain dead, you are your 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 heart is beating, 
um, but you have no, like, you don't exist. Um, your physical is there, but your mind is like, it's like a blank canvas um, that was erased because there was something there. And so um, and when, it, when it comes to the things of God and the things that God wants to develop in us, we have to have a clean slate. We need to erase everything that we knew. And we have to start off and say and, and start over and say, God, what is it that you need me to focus on so that I can reach the point of focusing on you? There's some things that we have to erase. There's some things that we have to get rid of. And there are things that we have to adjust in order to uh, be all that God has created us to be. So anybody else want to share? Good morning, Raven. Raven. This is pretty Patricia. Yeah. Good morning, Patricia. <laughs> It's called Cognitive Processing Therapy. That's what we have this morning for those that don't yes, know. Yes, and I know yes, that because I've received it. So wonderful job, Raven. Thank you so much. It was so much good information in there. Um, we were really blessed this morning. That's why I asked for your cash out. Amazing well, job. Thank you so much. Woman of God. You. Thank you so much. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank (laughs) you. Happy August. Happy August. I heard somebody else saying so. So Raven, did you Mm -hmm. did you were you growing up when So Raven was on? Is that are you in that age? I I was in high school. I was in high school. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm so glad that you mentioned just what you just said about it's starting in the mind because Mm -hmm. for me that's one of the things that i've had to come to just realize that at the end of the day it it really does it really does that's where it starts and it's so dope the way um our founder of this call the holy spirit led her in these topics because we did a whole month talking about mindset right and Mm -hmm. You know, so much, like you said, we focus on what's going on on the outside, but really, you know, a lot of what we see in the physical is a manifestation of what's going on in the mind, what starts in the mind, what's going on with our heart, and, you know, Mm -hmm. it all goes together. So thank you for those of you who um, make it your life work to study how the mind works and the psychology of things so that we can better understand ourselves from that perspective. Um, Because our creator is so incredible. I mean, just the sheer power that our mind has is, you know, incomprehensible on so many levels, right? And we often discount it and don't really lean into how powerful it is. And just to have this month that we're walking into about focus, I have a, a mentor who says that, you know, focus is a superpower. And it really is. That's good. It is. It is, a, it is it is a superpower, right? So um, just thank you for your study. Thank you for your declaration and your share. We, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your feedback. Anyone else want to share? Anybody else? Uh-oh, I heard somebody. Go ahead. Sorry about that. This is prosperous. Um. I had to come off mute there. You know, one other thing that you were talking about, um, relating it to the psychologist or um, the book, um, Mm -hmm. it reminded me of, you know, earlier in my walk, uh, 
I think you were giving an example, but I, you know, I would do that when I, early in my walk years ago, decades ago, Lord, give me a sign, give me a sign <laughs> that you're here. And I literally would go to scripture that was going on with me at that time. And mm-hmm. I believe God does that because to kind of let mm-hmm. me know he's here. Like the people mm-hmm. he healed the blind eye and stuff in the scripture, <clears throat> just to let us see his power. But I used to always not like when I would just hear from other um, lovers of the Lord that it just, it's not always going to be that way. You know, as he takes mm-hmm. you from glory to glory, it's not going to be, you know, and this walk is, it's no joke, but it's beautiful, it's no you know, and yeah. I can look back now and he doesn't just let me open up a scripture and just tell me what it was. He wants to, you know, I got to lean in and mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful for where um, God he takes me where he can take us all. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thank you so much. I want to encourage us to, we all experience storms. We all experience uh, life um, as it comes. And one thing that we are not often encouraged to do is to lean in, right? Enjoy what you can feel. Sometimes we look at it as pain, but we don't realize that what we're experiencing helps us to actually funnel the focus that we need. Right, it, it may challenge us, but it doesn't stop us. Right, so in this moment where uh, Peter and the disciples were in the middle of this storm, instead of them saying, "Okay, let's let's just sit here and wait," right, they panicked. And so I want to encourage us to not panic, not panic. We're all going to go through things in life where we don't understand, but let us focus so that we can see Jesus. They, we were talking about this last week. How. I need to see Jesus. God, where are you in my storm? Well, I'm right here. I've been there all along. All you have to do is look for me, and I'm there. God doesn't disappear on us. He doesn't disappear on us. He's always, he's ever-present um, in the time of trouble, ironically, right? So anybody else want to share? Anybody else want to share? We're talking about this intentional God that helps us to focus and let us develop in the time in between here and hither and thither, we're able to develop so that we're able to focus. Anybody else want to share? Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everybody this morning. My focus, I know my focus has been off since I started the business, the cookie mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So it's really been hard for me to figure out balance, working full time, running a business, no backup support, me and Jesus, but my balance and focus has been off and it does not feel good at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to get back to it. I'm struggling. I'm like, okay, I clean this up and I clean that up and sort this out and then I'm able to get on track. So that's what I'm in the midst of doing is trying to get things off my plate that I feel that are distracting me and so I can get back where I was with my, my walk and my relationship because I know that that's where it dropped off is when I started the business. Mm-hmm. I'm really sad about it. Wow. I'm just so, wondering uh, if there's uh, any business women out there that have any um, tips for me because just the average person, I just don't know that they would understand what I'm going through. Hi, this hey, is Love. Uh, Shirley? 
um, I'm starting the business too, so I understand the frustration. And uh, it was it's, it is overwhelming, but I had to start scheduling time out for it and be consistent with it, regardless if anything else comes around. You have to dedicate that particular time. And once you get started, then you're going to realize that um, it wasn't as difficult. It's just being the mm. persistent part of it and not allowing. Because what we do is we put that um, at the back burner. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, I procrastinated it as well. And then as I started looking, and really what helped me was last month, the purpose what is my purpose? What God gave me this, and I don't want him to take it away from me. I asked him for this. And so as I started listening all month, I've been writing down notes. I started working on my purpose because I want to please God what he gave me. So I'm feeling better about it, even if it's, if, even if it's at a slow pace. Um, and then I start, someone told me, start asking people, start announcing it. Let people know you need help. I need volunteers. Can you help me, you know, with this project? You'd be surprised how many people will come to your needs. So um, now I'm, I have volunteers. I didn't even know I was going to get volunteers. Mm -hmm. But I never said anything because I was trying to do it all myself. Yeah, that's exactly where I am. <laughs> hey, Barb. Everybody is else is so busy. Yeah, yes, um, that was great, um, Miles and Shirley. Hey, so my suggest, my, so here's here are things that come to thought to come to mind. One of one of the things that um, you need to do is find your rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. And and in finding your rhythm, um, and so for me, what I do is just like uh, to to be, piggyback on what um, Shirley just said is I I have, I created a schedule and I segmented time for um, each thing that was, that I had to do. And and I, I, every day I didn't stick to the schedule, but most of the time I did. Um, and something simple like rewarding myself for sticking to the schedule. Mm -hmm. Because, because, you know, like with something that I really like, or that's not really, really over the top. Um, but also, if there are ways, I know it's the cookie business, but are there other things in your life that you can automate? Can you, can, for example, and you may not be able to do this, can you make a large batch of dough and freeze it? Um, can you Can you order your supplies online and have them delivered? It might cost a little bit more but it will save you some time to do some other things. So so take a, you know, just take reexamining all of the things that you have to do. And are there things that you can cut out? For me, a big piece of what gave me my time was cutting out social media because it's not just going on, because I just had to stop because there was no, it's no shade against social media. I'm talking about for Tanya, what I had to do to be in control of my time. So, mm -hmm. and, and television, you know, cutting out television, um, but then also making sure that my spiritual, so like just re take a re-examine your life. What things can you cut out or what things can you um, slow down? 
making sure that you create a schedule. Yeah, yeah, making sure you create a schedule and stick to it. That's that's my help. No, I appreciate that. And I, I come from a management background, executive assistant, so I know how to get things in order. So that's so disturbing to me that I can't really do this and think, yes, things are being ordered. Don't so much like uh, doing the cookie dough up front. It, it, to me, it loses integrity. A lot of people say freeze it and do it later. But being in the business, keeping it fresh, I don't want to do it more than a week ahead. I really don't. And it's a time-sensitive item, but I do, I desperately need to, to find balance and focus. And so I can have my people, I get like I had before the business. It's just really, it feels so weird. You can do it. You can do it. Um, there, you're not the first person to experience these challenges, and you definitely won't be the last person. Um, but asking the Holy Spirit to give you directions and guidance, it doesn't hurt to ask. Even though you asked already oh, and he gave you, he'll do it again. You know he'll he'll keep doing it. Um, he'll keep doing it. And you it. know how social um, media is, but social media is what is really there for me that has me, yeah. you know, this generating the business. So I find myself yeah. in there even more. I can't even say, well, I'm going to take a break because yeah. I'm promoting my cookies. I'm sending pictures out. And most of the time when I do put a, a good picture out, I get an order. So I'm going to be torn on what you're doing. Can I jump in? I, I think um, I think I want to thank you for bringing it up because, like Raven said, I think it's an issue that a lot of us struggle with. I know I do, and um, I'm thankful for the topic this month because I'm just learning how to be better at focusing. And uh, Tanya, I think your your advice in terms of just finding areas, and it may not be freezing the cookie dough, but what is it? It's something else. Um, I, I'm taking that to heart, and, and that's something I've been trying to work on, being better about not only scheduling my time. So like so many of us, I had to pull away from social media because I would find myself getting distracted. And as I've had reasons to go back to social media for business reasons, what I have had to do is be disciplined in saying, I'm only going to be on, I'm going there to do this specifically, and I only have this amount of time, and that's it. And, and the other area where I've been challenged and I'm working on is honoring the schedule that I set. So if I say that I've, I've created the schedule and I got 30 minutes to do this, then with, as much as possible, things happen and you got to be flexible, right? But as much as possible, honor that. So if you know you set up a schedule for the day and you devote X amount of time to promoting your business on social media, if it's an hour, that's what it is. And you're there and you're focused and you're doing that. And when that hour is up, you're done because you got to go to the next thing that's on your schedule. So a lot of it really just has to do with, you know, us being disciplined, being focused mm -hmm. and being disciplined in that focus um, and having a plan that we're working from that can guide us through the process. And that's much easier than said than done. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not just preaching it. I'm, I'm working on it for myself. So I feel you. Um, I feel you in that. So I thank you for bringing it up that, you know, we can be reminded and get the good advice that we've gotten. And again, Tanya, what you said was spot on. And, and you know, I'm going to go back to it and, and keep working on it. And the last thing I'll say is let's be challenged in our language that we use. So yeah. it's not that you can't do it, but right now it's a challenge. It's, it may be an area mm -hmm. that you're struggling with and you're working on getting better at it and looking for what you just did, opening your mouth and asking for help and getting some information that will be useful to you to use so that you can improve your processes and find more peace and balance 
in your life and in this process and journey that you're in. Going yeah, back on you so much. I have something to share too. Uh oh, get it. There's two people. Somebody needs to put their phone on mute. Um, we can hear you yelling at your dog or whoever. Okay. Oh, this Go ahead. Is Man, I couldn't. I didn't know who I was talking to. I'm curious. Is this the lady with the truck, the food truck? No, that was Natasha. Natasha. That was just Sharon. Okay, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to jump in because this topic is so. Um, I really like the advice too, Tan. What you had said because um, even just the day to day, like some, I'm busy. So we're all just trying to do so much and exhausted, mm -hmm. you know, just having this full-time demanding job take, and <laughs> caring for my mom, you know, I have to schedule things like I, ha I have to leave. I'm thankful that I can kind of manage my schedule um, where I have to leave for two hours um, to go get her to an appointment this morning. But then I, um, I schedule that in the middle of, uh, I schedule three days a week to go to the gym at lunchtime because I wasn't doing it at all. I was just working like crazy all day, thinking I'm getting anything, getting things done. And it's like the responsibilities and it's also so important to just for me to take care of my health, my body, soul, and mind. And so it's, it's giving me more energy. It's, I used to live in the gym. A lot of you guys didn't know that when I first joined the call seven years ago, I went mm -hmm. from that to COVID to not at all, all this running around. And so I like the scheduling idea because I put it in my calendar. I wouldn't schedule over it three days a week. I'm going to leave and go work out. Even if it's quick, I'm going to go and get some workout in and then come back and I have more energy. So just um, giving it to God, praying that he keeps, keeps us all on schedule and that balance. Absolutely. Thank y'all so much for the, the input. And I love the camaraderie here that we're able to encourage each other. Um, this is a safe space for us to do so. Um, one thing that um, I will highlight, I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about things of the mind, but like I said earlier, it always starts there. Um, one thing that we talk about in the field of psychology is behavior modification. When you notice that um, you're not getting the results. The target behavior is not being reached. You have to modify what what exists, right? So what does that mean? It means that I have an opportunity to shape myself or someone else or something does the shaping in me so that I'm able to transform into the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm de destined to be or destined to do or the thing that I'm looking forward to doing. And so Tanya mentioned something earlier called reward, right? We We call that positive reinforcement. So if I do something, if I say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm looking, these are the results I'm looking for. Well, how do I reach that result? Well, I have to build a structure that reflects bit by bit what I'm trying to achieve or attain, right? So if I want to learn how to tie my shoes, if I never spend time um, sitting down to tie my shoes, that means that I'm watching a YouTube video on how to do it first before I put my hand to it. If you are a person that is that learns visually, possibly that's something that you would consider or if you watch someone else tie their shoe or if you're a hands-on person like myself you got to try it before you can actually you know declare that you are you're, you're you're attempting to perfect that so after a while after small steps right maybe you just need to learn how to do the first loop and then you keep practicing the first loop you master that and then once you master that small thing you go on to loop number two right and then you take it bit by bit, but I think in the, the human response or the human need to 
to accomplish things quickly. And in our culture and society, we feel like I got to master it right away. Um, and so we have to take a step back. Uh, um, our spirituality says bit by bit. God says, take it easy, right? Um, the, the, the things that we cast on ourselves, the burdens that we put on ourselves are not our burdens, right? And so we have to make a decision that, okay, I can't do it all at one time, right? I can't eat every apple on the tree and grow the tree at the same time. I've got to, I've got to acknowledge and honor processes. I've got to honor strategy. I've got to honor development. And as God is developing me, then he'll allow me the space to focus enough to master, Okay. So that's something that I just wanted to share. We're almost, we're coming to a close soon here. Does anybody else want to share? Hey, Raven. Good morning. Um, oh, uh -oh. no, go ahead, Elder. No, that's my brother. Go ahead. I'll go after him. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, thank you for this morning. Uh, you were talking about centration, and you then you later stated that it all starts in the mind. And when you look at that, because I'm just going to be honest, I, I woke up like that. I woke up um, in my mind. I woke up um, hyper-focused on one part of the situation mm -hmm. that I'm going to possibly have to deal with or that I'm going to have to deal with. And I noticed even this morning because it, it made me wake up in my mind and try to, and I was trying to be in prayer and I was like, God, uh, uh, this is the area I need help in. What What is it? Yeah. Because I'll say I trust you. I'll give it to you. And then uh, in two minutes, my mind goes into a whole scenario about the situation. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm building these blocks on what I'm going to do and who, who I'm going to do what to. And then when they say mm -hmm. this and this is what I'm going to do. And I have to find myself wrangling that thing and i i said it this morning um and that's a that's a rodeo thing. god wrangle this thing and hog tie this hog yeah. tie this and there's so much of it that starts in our mind um even to the point of our scheduling and stuff it all starts in the mind but yeah. this is telling me that you can have a right way to focus and you can have a wrong way to focus but it absolutely takes you understanding god this is an area for me and if you don't step in i don't know what i'm going to do if you don't step in i don't i don't know how to handle this so you have to be my my first lady say like this to thine own self be true lord this mm -hmm. is a trigger Mm -hmm. This this right here is a tr and so I woke up this morning rolling and pacing the floor. Not even it. I I wanted. I would love to say I woke up this morning with my mind on Jesus, and, and when I woke Jesus. up, I wanted to pace the floor <laughs> and call His name. But that's when I woke up this morning. I was seething mad. I mm -hmm. was excuse the common vernacular, pissed to the highest of festivities, and mm -hmm. I wanted to do danger and harm. And so when mm -hmm. I got on this morning and listening to you say uh, centration is when you focus on one part instead of the whole. And, and, and so then it was like, okay, God, mm -hmm. breathe. <laughs> right. And so, so even, even in our scheduling, 
even in our in the places where we're overwhelmed. That's scripture. The Bible says when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. When I can't walk by myself, Lord, take my hand, please guide me here. But you have to yeah. be willing to come out of your mind. You have to be willing to take give God the rings so he can drive. Because sometimes that thing that we're focused on becomes our driver. Mm-hmm. And we really have to be like it it's a real place. It's it's a real place to say, God, I gotta trust you here. I don't know how to trust you, but you gotta help me. And so mm-hmm. I say thank you for your lesson this morning. Um I listened, I breathed, and so now I'm going into this day going, Okay, God. And that's all I can say. Okay, God, yeah. and exhale. Yep. Sometimes that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Because he'll deliver. He'll deliver. Um, it just takes some time for us to take our hand off of it and take our mind off of it. Because we, so, we over-process. We think, 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 think. And that's because we are processed to think. You, you, you come out of here and you grow up and your mom's like, you ain't thinking. And you're like, okay, like, perhaps I don't need to think about it right now, you know. We are overstimulated so much in our lives. Like Monty said earlier, we got social media, we got this, we got so much going on that it, it, it makes us feel like we have to constantly be on the go of thinking. You have to constantly be on that rise. And sometimes it is exactly what you just said. You just got to take a step back and whew, breathe. God, you do it. However you get it done. Period. That's it. My hand's off because I can't even do nothing anyway. When I touch it, I mess up. When I touch it, a storm happens. When I think about it, a storm happens. So guard my mind. Empty me, right, so that you can fill me up with the things that you'd have for me to fill up with, period. Boom. That's it. Anybody else? Hey, Raven, I just wanted to jump in, and I just wanted to um, just remind us that God is so strategic that he uh, He has developed techniques, even in social media, that we can mm-hmm. do playbacks and post stuff and set yeah. timers for stuff when we have the time to set the stuff up. I mean, for me, I have yeah. to schedule certain messages on my phone. I have to put it on the calendar and set alerts. But he's so strategic, and he gives us tools that we're not overwhelmed, that, you know, we can set these things in place, line it up. I think one of the mm-hmm. things that I learned in mindset momentum is that, you know, it's going to cost a little bit, but it's going to help you in the long run. The word tells us to whom much is given, much is required. Much is required so in yep. order to push to get things to where they, um, where you see them, it's going to co- it's going to take the cost. But he's even in that going to give you the provision and the re- and the source and the resources for the cost. He's going to put mm-hmm. the people in the strategic. Within our own group, we have graphic designers. We have everything that you can possibly need. All you have to do is just say what your need is. I mean, it is yeah. several people that do all of this, business planning, all it. All you have to do is put it out there, and they'll. I promise you, this platform right here will help you where you need to go. Put it out there, Barb. Let somebody reach out. Tell them what you need so they can help you. It may cost a little bit, but guess what? It's going to pay back in the long run. So don't be afraid to ask. Just reiterating what everybody said. So love you. Thank be you encouraged. So yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Anybody else want to share? 
Good morning. This is Chef Rose on the line. Good morning. How are you? Hey, beautiful lady. Hey, beautiful people. Hey. Um, I want to say that I don't think there's one business person on this earth that did not want to quit at least a hundred times. Like yes. running your own business is people look at it and say, "Oh, you know, you're doing it," you, you know, and they think it's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, first of all. Oh, you doing you I gotta crack it and all this stuff. We hear that all the time. But they have no idea the blood and sweat and tears behind the scenes. It takes so much more than just frying fish and chicken and shrimp on that food truck. <laughs> I'm so grateful and I wanna say always I'm forever grateful to Declare Victory for hiring me for one of my first gigs way back when Dion gave the um the event in Vallejo at the library. And that was mm-hmm. a kickoff right there. And so yeah, um I remember that. I was there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you and all the time, all the things that happen along the way, the journey, because what happens is your personal life will get mixed in your business life. That's this period. that's this life, period. So it's gonna happen. Life and death and you know, all kinds of stuff is gonna happen. But um you do have to find balance and it it's it may come years after you start your business. I hear it all the time. One of my friends, he has a donut truck, and he said, I started this business way back in uh, 2017. I'm just now seeing a profit. Mm. You know, even for me, I've been doing this for a long time, cooking over 20 years. We're just now hitting that mark that, you know, that, that dollar amount that I was praying for years ago. You know, and mm. we're, not, we're not even there yet. I'm actually in Vegas right now. I've been here for one week. It was so desperately needed after frying fish in 108 degree weather. If it's 108 degrees in Sacramento, well, guess what? It's about 130 on that truck. And if it's a busy day, I got two fryers going on. People don't see me sweating. I almost got a fried fish with a wet towel on my head. I have I have so many burns on my arm. It is ridiculous. Um, and so I say that to say that, um, you know. It is it is hard work, but what I found is reaching out to people. We have to reach out to people for help, uh, reach out to people for finances, for for your, uh, your your for taxes and and for help. A friend of mine um, has a business where she um, it's a tip agency where you can call her. Um, I don't know the lady's name that spoke earlier, but if you need help, you can she um, she um, you can hire some of her staff to um, to deliver. Uh, to help prep and all those things. And, that's, and I mean, it's an awesome, awesome uh, uh, thing that she got going on. So even for me, like if I need extra people in the event, I can say, okay, I need four people, and she'll send them to me for that day. Um, so, it, again, it's a temp agency where she's sending out people to help people that are catering and that's in a restaurant business. But um, it is a journey. But when, when I heard the lady talking, I wanted, and where does this sound? What she's going through is the best part. That struggle, I, I, I mean, I, I've learned to just um, to, to take struggles as a blessing because one day she's going to look back and she's going to say, man, I made it through that, I made it through that, I made it through that, and now I'm here. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling I, I, I have, <laughs> I have driven to the Bay Area to deliver food crying, like in tears. I've had people, when I pulled over to deliver their food, I'm not going to cry right now. We, I have had to pull over 
And the people that I was delivering food to, my friends that knew what I was going through, prayed for me on the side of the freeway while they was getting their food. Only the people that I really knew that knew what I was going through, though, not everybody. Because a lot of people won't know, you can't tell everybody what you're going through, but I'm delivering fish in tears in a, in a bucket that was about to break down because my car had got repossessed. You know what I'm saying? You are going to go through some things, but I, I, I now like a fight. I'm like, come on, because I know what God has already brought me, brought me through, and it is prayer. I'm still, like, on the truck sometimes when I got food that I need to get rid of. I've been like, Lord, please, please bring some people to get this gumbo because I, I know I can't carry it on to another day. I kid you not. God will bring people, and that gumbo will be gone by the end of the night. I so believe in prayer. I am a true believer of God. And he will, I mean, even if I want a certain amount, I'll be praying on that truck. I am telling you, God is amazing. I just got to stay right there. I be, I sometimes I'm going to shout on that truck because you just have to ask and wait. Ask and just wait. Yeah. If he's giving you a gift to cook cookies, it's, it's already done. Everybody can't cook cookies. I can't cook cookies. I can't either. I'd be done ate them before they got to the uh, customer. I don't, I'm telling you, there's a gift in everything. So if he bless you to cook them cookies, oh, trust me, give it some time. And you you, you got it. I believe we all have a gift, but I'm telling you, because people say, I said, it's just fish. I would say, that's, Raymond, it's just fish. Raymond say, no, but God has given you a gift to cook that fish. You know, and so um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about this month and this whole decoration, this whole subject, because I, I believe that you know lives are going to be changed as, as, as they have on this line, um, the nine years that we have been on this call. But I am a lifer on this call. I am a witness. I am a testimony. This is an amazing journey. I'm on my way home from Vegas today after a week, and guess what? My first job is on the third. I'm coming with everything I got because social yeah. media, I'm telling you, is a blessing. We we have uh, we we put up a video and it got ninety eight thousand eight hundred twenty two hits. We Ooh, put up another video. That's a lot of hits. That's two hundred thousand people. So yes, social media is good, but I do have to I have to balance that too. I have to go ahead and post, okay, and get all. Amen. I can't yes, be in the shade yes. room and yes. all that stuff. So thank you for the declaration. God bless everybody that's in business. It is not an easy job. It is not for the weak. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. That was that was motivating and encouraging. We got time for probably one or a couple more people to share, and then we gonna let y'all have y'all day because it's August first. So you gotta go out here and make your mark. Anybody else want to share real quick? I love Barb again, Mark. I'll just say this. My biggest challenge right now, and I keep telling myself, once I get this off my plate, I'm going to be good to cruise and just get myself on track with my logistics of the business. And you will. Um, I'm behind in my taxes. So, uh, well, not behind, but I need to have them done by October. And I just got, I got all my receipts on a piece of paper, all, all nice and neat according to months. I think you I found a program that's free on online there that I'm going to use to put everything in one place and get it all organized, upload that. And I got a tax gal that's going to help me for free. I know God is with me, and I'm he just is. frustrated and overwhelmed. 
He gave me these cookies. <laughs> yes, uh, that sister said that. Yes, I know it's a gift, and I love God and bless him for it. And I've been giving away my cookies for over 40 years, and COVID made me turn it, you know, and declare victory, of course, put it on my mind and start to start it into a business. So I'm, I'm extremely blessed. I'm struggling, but it's, it's going to be all good. It's going to be greater later. I know it. It will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else want to share before we head out? We are 757. I'll make it quick. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Hey, Just wanted to say great. Hey, hey. It's a little sleepy this morning. Um, but just want to say God bless you. Amazing declaration. It's the first of the month. I mean, um, man, way to start. God bless you. So excited about the month and, and great uh, conversation. Going back on you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope you get some rest. You do sound a little tired, but that's probably a good thing. Tired means that we have an opportunity to get uh, get, get I was on a rest. prayer call at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you better get it in. <laughs> Anybody else have something they want to share really quickly? We are two minutes out of 10. Or two minutes, I'm saying 10. I'm thinking I'm still on the East Coast. Lord Jesus, if we're two minutes, and it wouldn't even be that. If we're two minutes away from 8 o'clock. Anybody else want to share? Anybody you know, Raven, yes, but because so many other people came in, don't laugh, child. I forgot what I was going to say. You forgot what I was going to I did. Um, it was something you said that I realized that we have to totally depend on God. I am. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm talking to Him now because I'm like my daughter and I did everything together. Mm-hmm. And like, Lord, now you have to help me with this because, you know, where do I go from here? But I have to say, had I not been studying his word on this line from the beginning, thank God for Dion's obedience, I wouldn't be able to sit here talking to anyone or sharing with anyone because this is a hard one. Yeah. Real hard one because... We're not supposed to bury our children. They're supposed to bury us. But my comfort is that since my daughter's been sick, so many of her friends and people that she's affected have been just so hospitable. And since I'm Mm -hmm. new here to, you know, Mm -hmm. I I didn't live here. I mean, she's lived here for 20 years. But Mm -hmm. everyone that just has been so hospitable, so I, you know, I talked with the Lord and I said, you know, Lord, her job was done. Yeah. Her life spoke for her. She, her life is spoken for, for all the people that she's affected. I had no idea how many people she had affected. This is how we want to live. Yeah. But when we do go to the other side, people saw our life. It made a change in other people's lives. So the question you should ask yourself every day, whose life have you affected today? Mm, that's good. You know, God is so good. And, and sweetheart, you, 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 you started us in the month. You, you just did it. You really did it. And I'm so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you so much. God be praised. I, I, 
this is this is one of those things where you know it's you have to be intentional about moving yourself out of the way um because it could it could be so many other ways when we are in charge and when we take the driver's seat but when we allow um god to be the navigator and god to um when we say uh jesus take the wheel i'd rather give it to him than him take it um because if i give it to him then i know that that is saying that i trust you enough to hand over my my willpower um to say that your will and not my will be done and so um as we are um as we navigate through this month i think that's the important the most important part of 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 a point of focus is to say god i'm giving you what i cannot control i'm giving you what i i don't have the ability or the capacity or the maintenance to um to 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 uphold because you do a better job even if that means that that i, I experience a, a great loss you know in my life where i, I you know I, I can't handle that but you can so i'm gonna give it to you i know it hurts i know it i know it feels terrible it's a great loss it's a there's a void there but if i'm a good steward over what you've given me um, it takes it takes a certain kind of person to serve in the capacity of someone being ill. I mean, everybody can't do that. Everybody cannot do that. So I commend you for even being a parent that has the capacity and saw the need and did um, what only you could have done, you know. And so in those waking moments, I think um, our children are also a reflection of who we are. And so um, not only does that, that um, I know you mentioned that you get, you got to see her friends and how the, there was impact there, but that is also a reflection on how you raised her. And so I want to, um, you know, just, just bow my hands and head towards you for just just that in, in, incredible mark that you have, have made on your daughter so that she can make those that impact on her friends as well. So, you know, we'll be continuously praying for you um, as you go through this journey because it's a new journey. Nothing will ever be the same. Nothing will ever look the same. It, it, things will smell different because life is different. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I'm just praying that God will continue to hold you up. Uh, anybody else want to share? We can ready to close out. All right, we're going to close it on out, guys. It has been a wonderful morning serving you and just being able to commune with you and having the opportunity to share. Um, it is now 8.03 on the East Coast. It is 11.03. So um, we will see you guys tomorrow. We'll hear from you tomorrow. We will pray with you tomorrow. We'll talk with you tomorrow and declare with you tomorrow. Until then, you guys have a great, wonderful rest of your day. It's August 1st. For some people, it's payday. Don't go spending all your money. Make sure you take care of your responsibilities and pay your tithes. We love you. God bless you, and y'all have a great day. Blessing. Have a great everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Blessings on your day.